Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh yeah, it's the 24-7 home of the black and gold, which can only mean this is Arthur Motes and that's Wesley Euler. Final segment. Final segment. And we have seen the tweets coming in today and shout out to each and every one of you guys. Power Grid Megawatts always letting us feel the love. Okay, but without further ado, we are going to turn it over to my man Wesley so we can address your tweets, man, and give you guys the attention that you all deserve. Address. Absolutely. And for anybody else that has any thoughts, comments, concerns on today's show, whether it was the Tyson Aluwalu being removed from the starting lineup for Montrevis Adams news, whether it was the Minka Fitzpatrick concussion protocol, play him this week or sit him this week conversation. And also the return of my favorite Aussie, Mr. Jordan oi, oi, Berry. Oi. Put another shrimp on the bobbin, mate. Yeah, but whatever it is. Kangaroos down here. But whatever it is, let us know on the Twitter.com. I was trying to think of something else. Eh? Absolutely. You got the shrimp on the barbie. Hey, man, you know, it's the only thing I know. Shrimp on the barbie. All right? But that's how we live in today, man. So, with that, without further ado, <clears> Mr. <throat> Wesley, what you got for us? Bye, bye. Keith tweets and says, with the defense struggling against the run, louder milk being billed as strong against the run. Why are we not seeing him get more opportunity? Well, part of it is the guys that are in front of him. DeMarvin Leal, they continue to like a lot of. Uh, Chris Wormley, they like a lot of. Larry Joby, they like a lot of. And obviously, we know Cam Hayward, they love. Those are four guys I just named that are all ahead of Isaiah Loudermilk. So when you're talking about the starting two, and then you rotate down to the next two, you don't do a lot of, let's get to that third group when you're going to be talking about Cam Hayward sitting out for that many plays. You know, that's part of the reason why he hasn't been out there as frequently, even though, yes, he is a good player against the run. These guys that are ahead of him right now are just more well-rounded, more developed, more further along in their journey, and rightfully so. Um, most of these guys outside of DeMarvin Lee Al are four- and five-year veterans. They've yeah. been in the NFL for a while now. They know how to play. Cam Hayward, Chris Wormley, Larry Ogajobi, these are three dudes that know what they are doing. And they've done it at a high level. Two of them dudes done it at a high level on multiple teams. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're talking about um, DeMarvin Leal, he's the high pedigree guy. 
He's the freaky athlete, the guy that looks most like Stefan Tuitt. So it's hard to keep that off the field as well because, yes, Isaiah Loudermilk is maybe more fundamentally sound playing and play out, but he isn't the athlete. There's not the and upside. And he doesn't have the upside yeah. that a DeMarvin Leal has. And it's very noticeable. It's very different than when we're talking about other positions with rookies and stuff like that versus a veteran. In this particular case, DeMarvin, it jumps off the screen. So that's, to me, the biggest reason why we haven't seen a lot more of Isaiah Loudermilk. But... He's just stay in the lab, man, because it's a long season. Injuries happen. People's play changes at times. And you just never know. So for him, man, just stay ready. I got to get this one in quickly. Francis tweets us and says, I think you guys could get charged with attempted murder during that last segment because I was driving to work and I couldn't see through the tears. Hashtag hide your moms. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, we've come up with some good ones. Hide your moms. Kenny Nation. Kenny Nation. Hashtag Kenny Nation. Let's Let ride. Hashtag hide your moms. It's the truth, bro. You know it's the truth, man. Well, D have tweeted us, and he said, if you guys think Kenny Chesney concerts are a mess, wait and see what happens if a Joe Joe Flacco-led team beats us at home. Great googly moogly. Well, it appears we won't have to worry about that. Yes, we we will see. We'll leave the destruction to Mr. Chesney. Yes, because (laughs) I've been down there for those no shirts, no shoes, no sandals. Oh, you and me both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty well. Pretty well. Pitt, BNG, 87. Who? I I think. That seems but I'm, new. I'm, I think, but I'm not positive, so just to cover our bases. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, Pitt, BNG, 87. Says, I'm coming to my first Steelers game in Pittsburgh this weekend. Where are the best places to go before and after the game? I'm assuming she means, right, when we do this, before and after the game, we're going to stick to the North Shore? Or depending gonna... on how old are you. So it's two types of turnups, okay, for the post game. If you are 25 and up and you want a little bit less rowdy, less uh, potential for chaos. for chaos, stay North Shore. You got Tequila Cowboy. You got Barlu. You got Burn. Southern Tier. You got Southern Tier. You got a lot of Love options right tier. there. All right? yeah. Hyde those, Park's right there yes, if you want to get those, bougie. Those are all nice establishments. Those are your more mature crowd. Like I said, that 25 to 35 range. You still can have good fun drinks and all that, but it's a lot less drama. It's a little Shorties, bo- it's pies, way, and pints. It's, it's There's way, like a bowling it's, it's alley bar down there now. Now, if you're a little bit on the younger side and you are into some of the hustle and bustle and you don't mind. <laughs> East Carson Street. Yeah, you go ahead to the south side. If you don't mind that. But that's that's like your 18 to 21, 22. Yes. So they wild. You know how it go. So just depending on what energy you're looking for, man. We do. And there's a place for all of it. There is. It just depends on what your energy is. Yeah, if you want to stay near the stadium, there's a lot of great options there that Mosey yeah. just lined up. And you got out. the casino that's down by the, the stadium as well. Everything as well is walking too, distance, certainly. so you don't have to worry about moving your car once you park Which for is the big. game. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Now, if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, if you're looking for something to do Sunday morning, maybe early, Motsi and I, we always make two blanket recommendations. Go for it. The first is the Strip District. Can't go wrong. If you've got time, particularly Sunday morning, right, get mm-hmm. up early, get up 8, 8.30, get down there, get yourself some breakfast. Bro, before... did you say 8, 8.30? How old are you, man? 60? Don't nobody get up at 8, 8.30 on no Sunday anymore. Man, you if you want to get to Pamela's and you want to get, get your breakfast in before your man, beer's you in. you better go on Saturday and get you a brunch. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm <laughs> that I've got an 11 month old at home? Like 7:30 is sleeping wait, wait, into me now. What's that, what's that commercial? Hey man, you, you can't you can't help from uh 
you know, turning into your parents when you become homeowners oh, and stuff. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> my man said, Jay, you got to get there about, you know, 8, 8, 8, 8 on well, a Sunday, easy man. Pops. Get some breakfast. Easy like, pops. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Okay, what? 9, 9.30. <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> Don't get there after 10 on a Steelers game day. You gonna be, yeah, you're not going to make you, it. Yeah. You, you're going to miss kickoff. Yeah. Uh, the other is Fatheads. Oh. On the south side. Yeah, yeah, can't go yeah, wrong Motsi, with that, Motsi and I, we're both strip district guys. Mm-hmm. We're both fatheads guys. But there's a lot. I mean, really, that area around the stadium in the last five years or so, yeah. there's there's some great options there if you are just trying to stay close to the North Shore so and got, close. Yeah. So you got options on either way. If you're and looking for the Akersher. ratchet turn up, if you're looking for the little chill and mature vibe, if you're looking for the sightseeing, the touristy vibe, and also don't forget about... Going to Mount Washington oh, and riding the incline. It's the most beautiful scenic you could also, spot to see you could all park the downtown. Over there, yep. Take the Gateway Clipper across the yes. river. The river. If you're trying to do this, so again, you you're trying options. to you're trying to turn up. You're trying to do the scenic thing. It's it's all out there on the table for you. You just let us know. But those are some of our favorites here in Western Pennsylvania. Me tweets us. Who? Me. Hey now. Westman and Doctor Motes on a confidence scale of one to five. Where are you at on the following? Number one, Mitch's vision to go through his progressions and see open wide receivers. Oh, four? Yeah, I, I'm i not a five, mm. but I think I'm much higher than, than other people are. Yeah, he's, he's feeling fine. It's his decision-making that's the issue. I completely agree. In terms of risk-reward management, man. Or uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, risk, yeah. Risk, risk reward management. management. Absolutely, no, that's his listen, issue. He it sees it well. Yeah. You got it there. It's he's a, processing it well too. He's t- he's talking like a district manager. Yeah, over there. he's just deciding that hey man, I'm going to go with the high percentage safe throw versus mm-hmm. the throw that people are going to criticize, and it shows that even when he makes those throws, they're still going to criticize him either way. We were doing a lot of that on yeah. Friday we, we in, talked this, about in this town. The throw of the night to George Pickens, people were criticizing him for not throwing the 15 yarder to. Pat Frymuth? Yep. Because he was in the middle of the And then field? there was one down the field to Deontay like, bro, Johnson what? that probably should have been caught by Deontay. If we're being honest, would have been a tough catch, but probably should have been caught where everyone's, oh, Chase Claypool was wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah, we're like, bro, which one is it? Do you want to stretch the field? You're not want to stretch the field. So for me, I'm at a four on it. I think he sees it fine. I think that he yeah, goes to his progressive fine. It's the decision that, making. That could be Man. polished up a little bit. Second one is scale of one to five, confidence on the following. Najee's ability to see holes developing and hit them. Right now, three. Yeah. <sighs> three right now, man. I think he has it in his game. Yeah. We just haven't seen it this year. I he, think it's rust as we, well, though. Yeah. Same way we talked about Joe Bro, the same way we talked about Zach Wilson. Najee was also a guy who had an injury in training camp and missed a lot of practice time. Don't get so caught up in guys not playing in preseason games because that's not a new concept. And even in the games, you're only playing a quarter to two quarters in the preseason. The issue is when you're missing the practice time. Mm hmm. It's a ton of practice time that he missed. So mm-hmm. he's getting back up to speed, not just from a physical a physical conditioning perspective, because no matter how many sprints you run on your own, it's different when you're playing actual football carrying pads. 100%. I just think for him, man, you saw him starting to take steps in the right direction in this short game on Thursday. You saw the uptick. You could see him being more decisive, putting his foot in the ground, getting north and south. We could see that. Now, we still need more of it, but it was a step in the right direction. As a whole, even when Coach Tomlin talked about the offense and he said, I'm seeing progress, yes, we can tangibly point to that and say, yes, we do see that. So I do feel confident that Najee will continue to go in the right direction with that. But right now, if we've been honest. It's right now, it, it, the, the tape don't lie. Tape don't lie. Third and final one for me. tapes don't lie, but t- tape don't lie too. Man. Oh, there's a couple things out there that don't lie. Right. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. Okay. Fair enough. Hips certainly don't lie, though. They, they don't lie. As someone whose first celebrity crush was Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Waka, waka, eh, eh. <laughs> Shakira. Third and final one. One of one to five confidence scale from me. 
uh, wide receiver's ability to make 50-50 combat catches. I'll go to four. Listen. Hold on, hold on. Are you, you said their ability to? Yeah, ability to. Oh, yeah, they have the ability yeah, to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. So I'll go to four. They have the ability. It's just not happening consistently just yet. Now, that is part of the thing that did have me a little perturbed just because of the current, you know, situation that we're all in right now with this offense and we're all kind of like looking and pointing and all this other stuff just trying to dissect and figure it out. But at the same time, it's just like, some of these you do have to come down with. Yes. Period. Period. Point blank period. And even more so when you guys are complaining about the ball. <laughs> but we'll leave it at that because it's Jets week. And I do anticipate them getting similar opportunities because I look at that Jets secondary and granted, they do play well. I know they got Sauce Gardner and he played well as well. Yeah, yeah Mike Tomlin talked about him yesterday. He's not a guy that you should fear in the sense that we can't throw at him. He's Agreed. not a guy that is immortal. You can't catch on him. It was people in that game last week that had catches on him. And honestly, yeah, I think with a better throw, we might even seen a highlight on him. But either way, I think we got some opportunities with the secondary, man. But we got to run the ball, though. We got to run the ball. Got to run the ball. Period. We got to run the ball. Point blank, you know? period. Scott says, I'm coming to my first Steeler game Christmas Eve against the Raiders. Hey, they Raiders. He said, so my old self, I'm going to go to the south side, show them youngins what this OG is all man, about. you better turn up and let them know what time it is. I don't know, Scott. There's some of those things. Um, I'm a root for you. I ain't gonna be there with you, but I root for you. It's like you know, Scott. Remember, this is this is this is Morgantown, Scott. Yeah. Now he's a Maryland fan, right? But he lives right, in right. Morgantown, Morgantown, Scott, right? But Scott's if he's ter- living in Morgantown, that's kind of like the South Side. Well, every day. I was gonna say a lot of people say I'm gonna show Morgantown what I'm all about. Yeah. And, that's what I'm and saying, I, man. And, and uh, he, he, they're they're down on the mat, and Morgantown yeah. standing over him like Muhammad Ali. He, he, he's so he's just, been just, just on be the South careful. Side. That's what I'm saying. He's been on the South Side for a minute. If he's in Morgantown right now, that's a fair point. Yes. He does have good training. Mm-hmm. He has been under the tutelage. Of the best. Oh, yes. I tell you what, though. A lot of people have tried the South Side, and uh, again, the South Side, sta- East Carson Street, standing there like Muhammad Ali, and you're yeah. down on the mat. South Side. But, Scott, we yeah. wish you the best. I just seen the South Side bringing up a lot of people, man. All the fluids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you were supposed to keep oh. them inside, not oh, share with right. the public, it, it, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, but you, sometimes you, they share with the public. It's cool. Paint, you paint the picture. Men uh-huh. of the people. Yep. Uh-huh. Women of the people as well. Steeler Nation. Oh, that's a South Side. Don't discriminate. They do not discriminate on the South Side, baby. Steeler Nation 920. Uh, am I wrong or do I see future all pro skills in Alex Highsmith? I really feel like he stepped up in TJ's absence. I mean, yeah, he's been really impressive thus far. Um, it's early in the year, but he's definitely putting together a nice foundation for that potentially to happen. Um, I don't see why that's off the table for him. I think the biggest thing for him is he just has to consistently keep it going. And that's the part where we're going to find out. If he can't consistently do it, then yeah, all pro is definitely in the case for him. I mean, I've been one of the dudes that have been saying he should be a double-digit sack guy this year at the bare minimal. And it's starting out like that. Four and a half sacks is currently leading the NFL. So it's definitely the start that we want, but we just got to see going forward, can he sustain it? He's going to have a really, really awesome opportunity ahead of him this weekend um, and a very favorable matchup for him, man, because as we talked about, they are, in terms of the – New York Jets offensive line is pretty banged up, man. And the guy they're going to have out there starting, Connor McDermott, he continues to struggle a lot. He gave up uh, one and a half, really could have been two and a half sacks last weekend as well. And, yeah, I don't really see a a pathway for him to consistently keep Alex Heisman out this backfield. So, yeah, man, it could definitely be on the table for him. He's just got to keep it going. Stay healthy.
Stay healthy indeed. Annie tweets us. Hey, you know another thing that's going to benefit him? Tell me. Tell me the more. Tell me more. The fact that TJ Watt isn't out there. Because if TJ Watt's out there, when you talk all pros, you know he was going to have one of them spots. That's a good point. That's a real good point. You talk about Joey Bosa. You talk about Khalil Mack. You talk about Chandler Jones, Max Krabs, like all these AFC guys that are edge rushers. Those are the guys mm-hmm. you're competing with. Miles Garrett. Talk about Trey Hendrickson. Talk about Sam Hubbard over in Cincy. Like, you know how they'll classify them dudes as edge. <laughs> or you'd be like, bro, what is, what is that? Matthew name? Judon yeah, in New man. England. So those are some of the guys he's going to be competing with for all pro status, which is very different than Pro Bowl status. Correct. So he is very much in that running. He's off to a heck of a start, but those are the guys that he has to outwork and, and uh, sustain this because also when you're talking all pro, it's not always based on just sacks. They right. do right. include pressures, and that is the disparity right now. When you look at some of the guys who are leading the league in pressures, they have a substantial amount of those. But That's where everybody always numbers. gives Miles Garrett credit. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, even a guy like Micah Parsons right now, I think he has, what, 16, 17 pressures, but I think he only has like maybe two sacks, three mm-hmm. sacks. You know what I mean? But the pressures are just going crazy. And T.J. Watt, he's one of those guys we talk about 40-plus pressures in the season. That's insane. Numbers. That's insane. Yeah. But that's the other part of it. So when we're talking about Alex, those are some of the other areas where he has to continue to up his game so he can consistently stick with those guys when they bring that part up right. when they debate him because that's what they're going to do next. Oh, right yeah. now it's, hey, man, okay, he got the second. What's the what's pressures the pressures? Like? What's the hits? Absolutely. Yeah. What's the TFLs? Yep. All yep. that's going to come into play, man. There are, Man, there are some good pass rushers in the AFC, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, seriously, I mean, We man. didn't even mention a lot of the NFC We didn't guys. even talk about Von Miller. Think about that. We didn't say Von Miller. Who? But when you're talking all pro, it's not AFC, <laughs> NFC. All pro is just well, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. It's everybody. Yeah, just so, Pro Bowl would be so. The, the so now you're call. talking Nick uh, Bosa. So you got Brian Burns down in uh, down in Carolina. He's yep. another guy that comes in this conversation. Yep. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Daniel Hunter. Con- come on, bro. Like <laughs> that. That dogs. That becomes you know the people that you're dealing with, so to speak, I, man. I I said this back in February a couple times, and and leading up to the draft when you and I were in combine and draft. Like I think other than wide receiver. The position group that's most stacked in the NFL right now is edge rushers. Edge rushers, bro. I mean, there are dudes everywhere. It's a ton of wide them. receiver and edge a ton rushers, of them, bro. Every team has dudes. A ton of them. I mean, heck, we didn't even mention Josh Allen. Come like, on, not bro. quarterback Josh Allen. No, no, like Josh Allen and, and <laughs> down in Jacksonville. But you think him and uh, him and uh, Trevon Walker? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty Aiden good. is off to a nice start as well. Pretty good. Kayvon Thibodeau looked all right the other mm, night. Okay. Man, there are dude, there's some dudes at edge rusher in this league. A lot there, of names out there. There man. really are. Annie tweets, uh, with so many calling for major tra- change, can our illustrious hosts, oh wait, that's us, speak to the impact one or more major changes? I'm talking defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, head coach, quarterback, or a key player injury like TJ Watt has in team dynamics and performance. Well, it starts with the messaging. You can't tell me that every year we're competing for a championship in a Super Bowl and you're firing coordinators or you're taking out your starting quarterback after three games. That, to me, does not scream we're trying to win a championship. That, to me, screams we're panicking and we're looking for anything that can give us a quick fix, a Band-Aid. But the problem with that is we only look at times the positive side, but we never acknowledge the other side to that positive is a negative and it very well could be the case and the issue that you run into is you can give a benefit of a doubt to a Mr. Trubisky and a Matt Canada when you're saying hey it's only been three weeks we're gonna let these guys get their things figured out and go through those growing pains but we're still with the focus of winning a championship we're still with the focus of winning this division having a winning season all of these intangibles 
when you start saying after three games, four games, hey, man, we're going to pull this quarterback. Hey, man, we're going to fire this coordinator. Within the organization, within the team, that screams panic. Yes. And then when that player goes out there or that new coordinator goes out there and is still the same or worse potentially, now you don't want to hear this, oh, well, at least you're getting the young guy reps. Hey man, at least at least you know we're we're, we're developing this. Hey man, we're, we're we're focused on next year now because that's how you lose your team, mm-hmm. and that's when your team says, "No, nah, man, you quit on us. You 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 succumb to the pressure of the media to the fans. We knew what we had in house. We knew what our method was before the season started, and we were committed to it. You and deviated you bailed from on that. It. You bailed on it after three games, <laughs> yeah. and we're sitting at one and two, and realistically, make a case to be two and one, and you bailed on that. You lose your team that way. You start looking at those coaches and saying, "Man, I don't trust you. Are you in this for you? Or are you in this for us?" And as a player who's played on multiple teams, who's been a part of teams where they switch coordinators in the season, we switch quarterbacks in the season. I'm speaking from personal experience. Yes, here. you are. You've this been there. You've been there, happens. done that. <laughs> Even when you make that switch in the first two to three games, is nice. Whenever it doesn't continue and it's not sustained, you start looking and saying, "Well, did you just give this guy this opportunity for the sake of the fans, or did you really believe that he was going to be good enough?" Hmm. And when you can't look at your coach. And and belief without a shadow of a doubt, you start to question every decision he makes, every play call, every scheme, every game plan. You're just like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could really buy into this. And so if, those, if you don't believe in what you're selling, me, okay, yeah, right. It's like the classic salesman Absolutely, thing, man. you know. Like if you don't believe in what you're selling, how do you expect? I, why why, why, how, why, why would you buy it? Right. Yeah. So don't tell me before the season we're going to win with what playing great defense, special teams, and not turning this ball over. And now three we're weeks three later, weeks in and we're like, no, we need to change it. We're we're panicking because that's how you lose your team. From personal experience, decade of experience in the NFL might get you there. Yeah, and that's the beauty of playing in a decade, but playing with multiple spots. Yeah, three different organizations. Because it's like, man. I was at an organization where we had stability, you, the ultimate stability yeah, here, yeah. so I could speak on that. But I was also where we didn't have stability. And I can very well speak on that as you well. You had a lot of coaching staff turnover when you were in Buffalo. You think this is the first it time? It ain't the Bills right now. <laughs> this ain't the first fan base. I've heard boo players and say, man, we want switches at coordinators and, and, and coaches and all this other stuff. No, this ain't my first rodeo. You've been there, done that. I've been there, experienced that. I know it well, very well. But hopefully we don't have to experience and, that. And here. again, like we always say, yeah, it's no living in your fears. It's just acknowledgement. That's we, it. We are, we are preaching this week three. It's week three. It, this ain't going to be – we ain't going to be preaching patience week eight. Yeah. But once again, how can we say what we're going to be doing in the future when it's the future? It hasn't happened yet. Exactly. That's And that's my other part when we make this predetermined notion that, hey, man, Kenny should start this week. Kenny should start by week. And it's like – so we're already just saying that, hey, we're cool. This guy's going to fail. Mitch is going to fail. He's not going to be able to – never pick it up. Matt Cannon's never going to pick it up. He's just going to fail. And y'all are fine with that for what – reason because if we're truly fans of the team we want the team to do well how's the team gonna do well if we're saying that hey man these guys are gonna fail we want we're expecting to fail man they should already been failed they failed at us already man like that's my disconnect and as you and i alluded to many times back during free agency it was clear that the steelers identified mitch trubisky yeah, as absolutely. a guy that they want and so what you go through that whole process come on you've now. got your whole staff this is our guy we're gonna bring in 30 minutes after free agency opens we're gonna have this guy signed and then with just to bail weeks on them after the three weeks, season, like yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That's so, not that's, trusting your process. So long answer short. Long answer short. Kenny Nation, let's ride. Yes, yes, yes. You better believe it. <laughs> but that's ultimately how those things, the ripple effects, can be. Yes, hundred percent. We got the duality of Minka tweets here. Thrash, oh, hey Thrash says, "I always want all hands on deck." 
uh, when you start to feel like you're in a little bit of a desperate, desperate situation as a fan. But I also want our guys to be as healthy on pos- as possible. Minka's health, more important than my entertainment for three hours on Sunday. Rod Dalla says, the Mink has to play on Sunday. No questions. We already don't have TJ. I have no confidence in our backups. I love you guys. It does change like, a back lot, Back to back, though. those two tweets. I, I mean, because you think about it, though. We look at this defense without TJ, and we feel that drop off. But we say at least we have a Minka to kind of like offset it in a sense. Mm-hmm. You imagine we going out there with no TJ and no Minka? CCW, where's the meter? Oh, calm, concerned, worried, panicked, and we might be pushing P. P plus. There we go. P plus. Here we go. My man added a plus. <laughs> Makes everything better. Come on, man. Hulu plus. ESPN Plus, Steeler Nation Plus. Come on, man. You know that. Steeler Nation Plus. You funny. You funny. Uh, Steeler Rocker, our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Hey, now. As Tun Chilkin would have said. Uh, how how incredibly negative do you think our fan base would become if the Steelers had a 3-4 and four start? I ask this specifically because the last time we did, mm-hmm. we won the Super Bowl. This ain't bad yet. Trust the way. is Trusting the way is the way. A good tweet there from Jay. No, I would agree with that, man. I would. You and know, three and four is still on par with everything we've been talking about. And, and you know what? There was a lot of times, and I'm not a, hey, I'm not comparing any quarterback on this roster to Tom Brady, all right? <laughs> but maybe I will here for just a second. There was a lot of times. If the shoe fits. In Tom Brady's last, what, like six, seven, eight years in New England. Yeah. Where they would start one and two. They would start two and two, two and three, something like that, because Bill Belichick never plays his guys in the preseason either. They'd get off to a slow start, and everyone would say, well, that's it. Patriots dynasty's done. Tom Brady's cooked. Tom Brady's finished. Father time finally got him. And then you'd look up a couple months later, and they'd be 13 and three and hosting the AFC championship game once this again. Is true. Again, not comparing any quarterback on this roster to Tom Brady. He just said, we got Tom Brady, guys. Championship. But championship. What happened? And what happened? I just thought you were speaking facts. Last one here from Gregory as we wrap this up. Uh, he says, I always just want the Steelers to play well no matter what, right? And and he says, you never know what you're going to get with any of these bigger decisions. What if the Steelers put Kenny in there? He's not any better than Mitch Trubisky. So all of a sudden, there is no Kenny Bowl, Kenny Nation 2022. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's... All these considerations are part of the reason why Mozi and I have been preaching for weeks now. It's not about the minutia, the week-to-week performance. We really think the Steelers have a bigger picture with Kenny's timeline. Mm-hmm. And I know as fans, right, patience is always the last thing you want to hear, particularly as a football fan. When you is only it get no s- longer a virtue? Is it still a virtue? It's a virtue, but kind of like potential. You know, it could... The- like you and I, this used to be one of our old showisms. I'll bring it. I'll mm. dust off an old friend here. Hey, hey, all hey. right. We used to always say there's two dirty p words, right? Tread lightly. <laughs> potential and promise. Oh, I know he was going with this thing. I got nervous for a second because potential is great until you're just waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Having promise is great until it never manifests and you're just waiting for it and waiting for it. We've said that about Steelers over the years, about countless NFL players and professional athletes over the years. Oh, yeah, that guy's got potential. Oh, that guy's got promise. But you have to be able to realize it. And there is that fine line there, right, between being patient and 
and and knowing that someone has potential. All these things, Motsi, they're balancing this. They're juggling all this behind the scenes, and that's why they all get paid the big bucks. And, you know, get all the credit when it goes right and all the criticism when it doesn't. Uh, but, yes, we uh, we are, you know, we're waiting to see that timeline play out here for 14 more weeks. Well, 15 if you include the bye Come on now, don't it? They, 15 more weeks, uh, and we're not about to, uh, you know, to, to tear everything up after after three. This is true. But we are after three segments, so I am about to tear this show up because it is time for us to roll out of this thing. So I want to first off give a big-time salute to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. Shout out to him for that. Got to give a big time shout out to the culture people. You know I'm talking <laughs> to Mega Watts, the power grid, always yes. showing big time love. Salute you. Yeah, it's been, I tell you what, great start to the season. You guys are all at an all pro level early on. I Come tell on, you. man. Major varsity, major varsity. And lastly, but certainly not least, my partner in crime, the one and only Wesley Euler. Pleasure's all mine, cousin. Hashtag. Hide your moms. Jesus. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to leave it alone so we don't get fined today. So without further ado, you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stellars mm-hmm. Nation mm-hmm. Radio. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.